I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant View podcast, Thursday night, the 28th of September. And now my telephone is going, which wasn't supposed to be happening. But Anyway, um, you see, as uh, there's three of us, there was supposed to be four. Mark was supposed to be on, but unfortunately, for some reason, he has not made it. So uh, I'm going to welcome everybody. Welcome tonight, Shona. Evening, everyone. Hope everyone's well and hope everyone enjoyed that result last night. I was at the game with my nephew, so look, it's uh, a good result. We're in the semi-final now and looking forward to that disgusting Hamden pitch that we're going to have, no doubt. Um, when it came through, I saw yes, uh, last night, I thought, guaranteed, we are playing on that Sunday. And sure enough, we're going to be playing on that horrific pitch on the Sunday. So, uh, look, uh, looking forward to hopefully beating hearts. But I'm sure we've got a lot to talk about from last night too. Yeah, well, that's for sure. But a lot to talk about. Um, Bill, how are you today? I'm very well, Dave. I um, and you know, we're trying to look at the positives because last night is a good start, but that's all that it is. You know, we've we've done that before, and then kind of went back to playing poorly. But it is four wins in a row, four clean sheets in a row, um, which I'm quite chuffed about. And actually, I thought last night we were pretty good. So yeah, looking forward to getting into that a wee bit. Okay, I'm going to start with some sad news. Obviously, the, the sad news of a minute silence last night for Jim Forrest. And the, the people that heard, were on the Daily News to, today, they will already have heard this, but I want to read this because I think it's very nice. It's over Jim Forrest's legacy. Amid the rush of boots and the roars of the crowd, the few names echo as loudly in the corridors of Ibrook Stadium as that of Jim Forrest. 
Embarking on his journey with Rangers as a mere schoolboy, Forrest quickly showcased his prowess, stepping into the boots of the renowned Jimmy Miller. This was no small feat, after all. To displace a legend as a teenager requires an extraordinary calibre. His introduction alongside stalwarts like Willie Henderson, John Gregg and Jim Baxter heralded a transformative era for Rangers in the swing of the 60s. The accolades plenty. In for first complete season at Ibrox, he thundered in a staggering 39 goals, with four of those lightening up the 1963 League Cup triumph against Greenock Morton, setting the stage for an illustrious treble. By the 1964-65 season, his tally rose to an eye-watering 57 with a brace against Celtic in the League Cup final, adding to his burgeoning reputation. Records stumbled before him. In 1965, Forrest danced past Hamilton Academicals' defence, scoring five times. He went on to set a new record for the most goals by a Ranger in the League Cup game, with a jaw-dropping five in an 8-0 rout against Stirling Albion. Though Forrest's departure from Rangers took him to Preston, he later returned to Scottish shores with Aberdeen, aiding them in clinching the 1970 Scottish Cup. His footballing journey saw him grace pitches from South Africa to Hong Kong, ultimately drawing the curtains on his career with San Antonio Thunder in the US. As reported by BBC Sport, the legendary figure who amassed a staggering 145 goals in just 163 appearances for his boyhood club has passed away at 79. His legacy, however, remains etched in Rangers' illustrious history. Um, I think you two are, well, I know you two are uh, probably far too young for ever having seen uh, Jim Forrest. I barely saw him. I, I was a young kid, so I don't remember an awful lot about him. But if you look at his statistics, Bill, absolutely fantastic statistics. Yeah, do you know what's funny? I said um, to Shona before we come on air, I'm too young to remember him, so Shona, you're definitely too young to remember him. Uh, so, Davy, I guess you're maybe showing your age there. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it comes to everybody this age, uh, Bill. And the, the, the older you get, the stiffer you get, so it's, it's all going to come to you. <laughs> At least I hope it's going to come to you. I hope you all make this age. <laughs> anyway, uh, I see Mark's just come in. Well, Welcome, Mark. How are you? Yeah, <laughs> After the booing at the, the Motherwell game, um, a crowd of 35,420 turned up. Bill, was that, uh, was that expected? Or do you think that's to do with the booing or with the weather and uh, the sort of a less importance in the game? Do you know this? I think it's maybe a bit of both. Um, there might have been some folk decided to stay away just because of the way that the team's been playing lately try and make a bit of a statement. But equally, uh, a miserable, wet weeknight in a game against Livingston. 
Yeah, you just you don't know. I, th I think it's a bit of both, Dave. I know certainly, um, like I, I don't really know what the weather was like in Glasgow last night. I watched the game for the comfort of my living room, but I know the weather up here was just absolutely horrid. So, um, you know, I might have been tempted to stay away last night as well. Do you have good weather up there? Uh, for a couple of weeks, July, August kind of time. Ah, it's, it can be no bad. It maybe gets up above 10, which is okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Let's just go ahead and get into the game now. The game came out. We started with Butland, Tav, Goldson, Davies, and Yilmaz, Sifuentes, Lundstrom, Jack, Sima, Lammers, and Ruth. Jonah, are you surprised at that? Any surprises there? Four changes, I believe, from the Motherwell game. Well, I think uh, the biggest surprise for me was obviously Yilmaz coming in for Borna Barisic. I didn't really see that one coming, so. But I thought Yelmaz was absolutely outstanding yesterday, so fair play to him. He came in and what a game he had, and obviously we'll probably go into his goals. It was absolute peak. Well, should I say it was a bit of a topo, wasn't it? But it was a, it was a good one from outside the box. So, no, I think uh, Yelmaz for me was probably the, the biggest surprise, and that was probably the biggest surprise for David Martindale as well. I think he expected Lorna Barisic to start, and obviously Rangers just to be pinging in crosses all game. But I think as we go on and talk about the game, it wasn't just a... Uh, what uh, Yelmaz was doing with the ball, it was with what he was doing without the ball as well. I thought he was outstanding at times. He was playing that kind of sweeper role when the two guys were going up for corners and there was a couple of times when we broke. So I thought um, he was uh, the one to watch yesterday between him and Seema. Very, very close for man of the match. But uh, yeah, I think Redman just just deserves it for me. So, but uh, no, apart from that, um, I think uh, the rest of the team kind of kind of showed itself. I thought Lindstrom and Jack would probably come in but just because of their experience. And like um, we know that this obviously winning this cup is massive. We have to win this cup. There's absolutely no doubt about it. So I was not no surprised to see a little bit more experience come in there, just purely because of uh, that how important this game is for Michael Beale and the team, and obviously for the fans as well. Because as you know, winning games that's all the fans want at the moment, and four in a row so far. So I think there's quite a lot of positives to take from last night. I think some of the movement and some of the play was good. So uh, no, like um, I think the the starting lineup for me was probably just about right. Yeah, Mark, I'll come on to you. Um, you didn't want Tavity in the team, I don't think. What did you think of the team? Right, how's my voice, first of all? That's okay now. Yeah, back to my usual annoying voice then. Well, I was surprised to see Radvan on. I was glad Radvan came on. You know what I think about Warner Barisic. Tav's the same. Uh, there's no no way that Tav's going to get dropped unless he's injured. We all know that. Doesn't matter how bad he plays. He was probably the poorest man on the pitch in the Rangers side yesterday. Uh, but I, that, that that's the only complaint I've got for yesterday. A lot of people are still a bit cheesed off uh, about the performance. I thought the performance was pretty decent. It was by far a vast improvement of what we've been having to watch over the last few weeks now. So I can't complain. Uh, we're doing it to the bare bones now. We're, and it get, the best it is, it get worse. So it's going to be one of the couple of weeks that we're going to have to just put on whoever we've got and who Bill is going to trust to keep him in a job. Because that's what's happening right now. It doesn't matter how many we win, 
Uh, there's too many fans out there that don't like him, that want him out. Uh, and they're just hoping to say, I, I told you so. And I could probably be put in that category as well. But I, I don't want it to go. But I, th- I think it's going to inevitably happen. Because the first time that he loses a game, and if that lot don't lose any games or they, they, they drop points, it's going to put even more pressure on them. Because as soon as we go nine points behind them, if we go nine points behind them, it's going to... His job's just basically gone because we'll get, need to play them three times. And right at this moment, I don't think any of us would turn around and say, I will definitely beat them. And I hate to be doom and gloom, especially when we won for nothing. But we need to remember the standard who we're playing against. We're playing against Liverpool. And Liverpool I wish we were playing against Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool. I right, Mark. <laughs> Livingston. <laughs> I, I, I may as well just go to my bed, by the way. Uh, the Livingston, they weren't a good team. They proved that. I like Martindale. I've got a wee soft spot for Livingston for how how they've managed to stay in this league with the funds that they've got. is absolutely bloody amazing. Uh, but we've seen the week before, uh, the, well, the couple of days before, how they played against that mob. They let Timmy Ten Men absolutely cuff them. And they did. The, that, that mob destroyed them. Uh, I thought uh, Martindale might be set up a lot more defensive and we managed to get through with a pretty decent, at least we scored four goals, so we can't complain at that, but it's a weekend we get for the team, the squad and for Bill, I think, you know. I don't know, I, I know I'm sorry for being so bloody downhearted on this, folks, but it's just really, really hard, you know, because, I don't know, I'm just... I'm no confident. That's the thing. I hate saying that. I'm just no confident. Sorry, David. <laughs> ah, no problem. Um, Bill, one of the things with the, with the starting lineup that sort of had jumped out at me at the time was normally for a League Cup game, the second goalkeeper would be, be given the, the choice of the place. Robbie McCrory wasn't. Is this a, Does Bill not like McCrory or... Do you think McCrory will be chapping in the manager's door wondering why? Possibly. Um, I can't remember if Bill did that after he came in last season. Uh, but I know, you know, for the last couple of years we had that thing of we've got a cup goalkeeper and you don't really see a lot of teams doing that, I don't think. Uh, I mean, to be fair to Robbie McCrory, you know, like... At the end of last season, I, I thought he hadn't really done anything wrong and that he deserved the chance to stay as number one until, you know, he was started making mistakes or whatever that, that meant he needed to get dropped. Uh, don't get me wrong, really impressed with Butland. think he's a fantastic keeper, but I always felt it was a bit unfair in McCrory because I didn't really think he'd done anything wrong. So will he be chapping the manager's door? I would expect that. Michael Beale or any other manager if there was any sort of expectation around the place for putting McCrory in and McCrory didn't get put in, I would expect the manager would already have had that conversation before the game. I wouldn't think he would need to wait until after the game or whatever or after the squad was picked and then have McCrory chap his door. Just on the starting lineup, um found it a bit strange that we basically started with what a back seven playing Lundstrom and Jack in front of the defence, I, I, I get with injuries, you know, um, 
but do we really need that against Levy? As it was, I actually thought we controlled the game and the midfield strolled it. Would have liked to have seen us look a bit more attacking, but appreciate that some of our really good creative midfielders are injured. Yeah, well, I think we've had that discussion quite a lot. Should we be playing with Jack and Lundstrom uh, at Ibrox when we, when, I mean, we did have other players that could have could have been in there. Um, Shona, moving on to the the goals, we'll get there to the goals. The Livingston uh, chief is absolutely furious with the first goal. Um, if I remember right, Sima was racing out with the with the right back, and he, I, in my view, he pushed him. I, I'm going to be honest. I think he pushed him. I think it was a foul. What was your impression of it? Do you think it was a foul, or do you think uh, it's one of these things that happened? Oh no, it was definitely shoulder to shoulder, was it not, David? <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. It was a foul. That was one that we definitely got away with. Away with. Like I did think he went down a wee bit too easy, but like I am, I think nowadays in football they're usually given. I think that's been happened to us quite a few times, and uh, I think Tav was lucky at one point as well with one of their players. So no, I think we definitely got away with one there. So not quite shoulder to shoulder, but look, yeah, it's just a tiny wee nudge. Uh, and I think he pretty much made the most of it. So, um, but no, look, fair play to Seema. I thought it was an absolutely brilliant goal. I thought he took it very, very well. And do you know what? I'm beginning to notice this boy does not want the ball played in defeat. He wants it played in front of him. And as soon as he gets the ball played in front of him, his composure for that goal was really, really good. I thought it was, there was no way the goalkeeper was going to get to it at all. He didn't really have that many options either. So his only option was to try and shoot. And I'm, I've just learned today as well he can actually play with both feet. So I didn't even know that as well. So uh, look, I thought he actually played quite well out in that out in that left hand side. We've actually seen Seema more down the right hand side, but knowing now he's two footed, I thought he cut in well for that goal. And uh, honestly, that was uh, some finish. And do you know what? It's not the first. It's not the first time he's had a really decent finish, is it? So this boy is definitely capable of it. And. Uh, I looked at a couple of stats earlier on and he's now nearly got double the goals than what Kent did all last last season. Look, I understand that Kent wasn't at it last year, but for me, if you want a winger in your team, he has to be scoring goals. And at the moment, that's what Seema was doing for me. And uh, yeah, I think he was very close to not getting man of the match ahead of Ridvan yesterday. I think um, some fans out there would probably say that that was probably Seema's best performance in a Rangers jersey. I think he wasn't, it was what he was doing off the ball, not just on the ball, he was doing his pressing. He was tracking back at times as well. And I just thought that we did really... Usually our attacks come down the right-hand side of the pitch. We rely on Tav a lot, lot more. But I thought yesterday, a lot of the attacks were coming down like the likes of where uh, Ridvan was and the likes of where Seema was. So, look, you know, it was very refreshing to see that Seema's obviously managed to get two goals. That'll obviously help his confidence. And I think, uh, I think it was very close that Desers never got his goal because I think that would have helped him. But... Uh, Good on Seema went in and it deflected into the goal, but I think uh, Dessers will be a wee bit annoyed about that one because for me, that's the one thing that Dessers needs in his game. If he doesn't start scoring goals, you know what the Rangers fans are like. They're not going to like this boy. They're going to end up thinking he's a third striker. So look, well, for me, Seema had an absolute belter of a game. He was just in the right positions. And like I said, he definitely loves this kind of, and I think um, exactly the same with Dessers. I think he doesn't want the ball in defeat. I think he, he wants to run off you. He needs to learn the offside rule, mind you, but I think he likes that kind of ball where it's kind of played in front of him. So, look, um, we'll wait and see what happens there. But uh, for me, you know, I thought uh, Seema was brilliant yesterday. 
Well, he can maybe get offside lessons from Alfredo Morelos, or maybe not. <laughs> um, Mark, what did you do? Do you, what, I, I think I think it's pretty universal that virtually everybody thinks it was a foul, except the referee and Far. To be honest, no. To be perfectly honest with you, Stephen Cregan said it was a, a definite and it wouldn't have got used if it was against Willowbro. So, obviously, it, it was definitely 100% a push. No, seriously. It's two of them are Timmy going at speed. <laughs> See, Michael comes in really fast. He does touch him. Uh, is it enough for the way that he dived? No, it's still a foul, though. Uh, but the weird thing is, is if you if you watch it back, the boy doesn't even complain there and then. He, he just gets up right away and starts running chasing after him. And it's not until Seymour scores that then the, the boy's like, ah, referee. So I think maybe if the boy had said, or, or stayed down, I think maybe then VR maybe have came in and said, no, that was. But we see this week in, week out, we defenders doing it. Uh, Tavernier and Golson are murdered doing that. But somebody's at their back, the first thing, they feel the touch of the back, they go down. It's only a matter of time before that happens, what happened to Levy, is a, a referee just goes, nah, get up, you dived. Because that's where it, I think it was just, it was really, really stupid to get the defender, I don't know the, the boy's name, but it, it should, should not have went down so easy. Uh, but as I said, it's a foul. But you see my ticket in, and he placed it perfectly, and it's a good goal, so you can't take that away from him. So, I'm still on the fence with Seema. You know? I know uh, Sean is all happy with him, but I don't think he's had enough consistency yet. Uh, we've seen a couple of games where he's been absolutely chronic, and the only reason he got away, but I can't, well, I can't even remember the, the, the game now. Uh, where he scored, and he, the rest of the game, he, he was absolutely terrible. The, the goal was the only thing he did. So we can't. I'm, I'm still on the fence with him, and I'm still the same with most of the new signings coming in. The only one, the same as Shona, with me, is with Essers. I'm just, I want to believe you can do it. I've said it in here umpteen times. I can see something there in Essers. But I don't know where it is. He just—it's either he's just not fitting into the style of Scottish football, and it doesn't suit him, and it, it never will. Or he's trying too hard. It just seems to be—you can see the frustration in his face. You, you can actually see it, and you've seen it the other—the the last game he was coming off. It, it looks so pissed off, but it was—I think he was more pissed off at himself in his performance because I think he knows he can do better. But it's just he needs to prove it, and it, that the, the same as set going on. And I was, <laughs> I think I said in chat, I goes, Dessers will be raging that that never came through to him. It's like he's like bollocks <laughs> because it, it always was going to be a tap in for him. But so I was just, oh, it was, I don't know, Matt. There's just one player, one player only, has proved that he's good enough to be here. And that's been Buckland. And we were talk, you spoke about earlier on about the, the goalkeeping situation. Bill is not going to drop him because he needs this cup. He needs to win every game until anything happens. I'm, I feel sorry for McCrory, but you don't get in, pal. Uh, 
Buckland's their number one, and he stays as number one in every competition, unless he's no fat enough to play, because he has been the one lam- one limelight for Rangers that have helped us over the last four games now. Uh, because if that was any other goalie, I think we maybe have dropped either goals or points. But no, so you need to take it for that. But I, the your original question, I it was a, it was a, a foul to Livingston. Yeah, I can I can understand why the the Livingston Chiefs uh, pretty angry about it. And I th- I must admit, if, if it had been again, it had been against Rangers, then I th- don't think I would have been very happy. I think I would have been shown at the television as well. So we'll we'll give that one to them. But let's face it, they say these things are leaving up over the over the whole season, and we've had some bad decisions against us. So which, which uh, have also led to goals, or led to goals being chalked off more. So, and I think the game was PSV. You were talking about the the um, that Sima scored the the, the 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 bend ball as well into the back post. So that, that that's thing a great that eye. Thanks, Davey. I, could, I just I couldn't remember. Sorry. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the game stayed yeah, the same way. On you go. Just just about in there. But what else does Sima do in the tenth minute against Livingston in the last game in the season, or the one before that? You know? No, on you go. He scored in the same minute at the first when we played against Livingston in the season. Okay, yeah, but Seymour's had quite a, quite a few goals. He, 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 I mean, he, he, I think he's going to credit for the goal, uh, was it not last week, but the, the, the game before? Was it where, where him and uh, Davies kicked the ball at the same time, virtually? So I think he got the credit for that one. So I mean he's 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 doing well if you look at the stats, but as as Curry says, he's had a couple of absolutely terrible games where I thought is can he even play football? But um obviously the team wasn't functioning that great at that time either. But the, the game went went on, they got to half time, which I think they were aiming for, but they scored at one nil. Then we they come out for the second half and I actually thought Livingston were starting to get into the game. And I was actually starting to get worried, and you were starting to get the old critical moments coming coming up. But thinking this is this is not going to this is not going to end up good. And all of a sudden, playing the ball along the back, Gilmaz gets the ball, and then he runs and he runs and he runs and he runs. And I don't know what happened to the Livingston players. Anyway, Bill, I'll let you finish the story. Pokes it for 20 yards, doesn't he? And it goes in the, the bottom corner. Somebody should have been on him, you know. If that's if that's a guy doing that to Rangers, you're absolutely ripping it, aren't you? Why, why is anybody going to him? He's done well, though. I, I think he had a fantastic game last night. That's the best we've seen Red Fan. And we've not seen a lot of Red Fan, but that's the best we've seen Red Fan. Um, I think he played really well. And what I like about the guy is. Every time he's on the ball, he's just looking to drive us forward. You know, pick it up, run with it, take a man on. Cuts inside as well as going down the line. You know, he's he's maybe not quite got the crossing that Barisic has got, but his crossing's decent. But, you know, like that, that goal last night, that's just an example of, right, I've got the ball, I'm going to make something happen. And it was wonderful, just absolutely wonderful to watch. Kept going, kept going, nobody got near him, nobody... Closed them down, nobody made a tackle, 
and then the wee toe poke. I just, I just thought that was amazing. Just the, it was like, you know, when you were about seven and you were kicking the ball at school, and you just had wee toe pokes like that. That's what it was like. It was fantastic. Um, shame that he's come off later on, and I think going by what I've seen today, it's maybe just been cramp or something, and he's supposed to be okay for the next game. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I just really, really pleased for him. First goal, and hopefully he kicks on for here. See, I think as well that part of the the the, the thing is he, it was him. It was uh, Yilma as it gave the ball through to Sima for the what was was judged a, a not a foul. Um, whereas I think if, at that moment, I think Barisic would have probably turned back and gave the ball to the to the, the central defenders. So as it could start again, and I think that that's the difference. Uh, Yelmaz cuts inside, whereas Barisic has got the the one a one trick pony. Although I must have admit, he came away with a beautiful yeah. ball later on, that, which that uh, yeah, that was a fantastic, a fantastic ball. I can't, I can't remember who it was doing it enough, but <laughs> so was it Tedesos at that time? I don't, can't remember. Sima, it was Sima for the Sima. fifth goal. Dave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um. So, um, yeah, that was uh, the 66th minute. Then we went on. Now, come on, Shona. I know you mentioned that Seema scored the second one. He's not going to get Seema's not going to get that goal. That, that cross from Seema was never going to go anywhere near the goal. So I'm afraid that's going to go down as an OG. Oh, really? And when I was at the game, they did say that the goal went to Seema. So maybe that's changed things. I know it took a massive deflection look. I think Dessers will be absolutely fuming that um, he never got that that ball played in quicker. I think that's just obviously the one thing that we're lacking at the moment because I did see a lot of like one touches within the game. I think we just need to get that up up an attack, and as soon as we can get those one touches, so, so many times, even the likes of Dessers as well, he took that 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 time when he had that opportunity in the box, and we're just like shoot, just shoot, and uh, I think there was a uh, two or three touches, and then the ball went away from him. Same Lammer as well. Uh, he he made a really really good uh, run down one of the wings. They went across the right across the box. I think there was about three or four guys that just didn't want to take a shot. So no, I thought um, the goal yesterday against him. I thought it was very very lucky. But look, I think at the end of the day that probably would have ended up in a goal. If it wasn't going to be Sima, I think it would probably would have been Dessers if he was able to get that that ball across. But uh, look, I think what I can see from Dessers. Um, so far as look, guys, I'm not in on all means trying to stick up for this guy because I do think he probably will end up to be our third striker. But I do see him getting into decent positions if he can just stay on side and get in. Because the amount of times there was a ball played across yesterday, and, and as you say, look at the Sima goal, it was just dead on a plate for him to put that in the back of the net. And I think I remember, did he not have a really good chance where the goalie made a really good save? Was up at Ross County or St Johnston when Ruth played the ball over the top and he did the right thing. He headed the ball down, but the, the goalkeeper made a really, really good save. So, and I think he's had a few assists, but I just think he's just lacking in confidence. And like, like I said, when that when that uh, that uh, ball was played across him, he should have just taken it first time. And it just shows you taking those too many touches. That just shows that you're lacking in confidence right now. So, but he's got um, three games probably now in a row that he's going to have to probably step up. So this is for him to uh, take his chance now against Aberdeen. There's a uh, Look, this is going to be a massive step up from Livingston at the weekend. There's absolutely no doubt about it. I'm sure we'll want it. But uh, look, no, I thought uh, the same goal was uh, a bit of a lucky one. But look, you get them, you don't get them. At least he made the, the attempt to go and go. And uh, you know, it was either going to be Dessers or it was either going to be Seema for me. 
Okay, so we'll move on to the, the third goal. Was a, a cross from Tavernier. And then uh, Scott Wright, beautiful dummy, I must admit that. And uh, Jack took the ball in his stride and side-footed it in the net. Beautiful, beautiful shot and goal as well. Um, Mark, is Wright better when he doesn't touch the ball? Aye, of course. <laughs> 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 that cross was the only thing that Tavernier done the whole game. Uh, I don't know how many shots he put in that half the first man, how many times he lost the ball. Just, we were talking about the, the obviously boy uh, going down too easy. <laughs> Tavernier done the exact same thing, but he got away with it. Uh, and, and the best it was, it wasn't even as much as a a foul than the the, the original one supposedly was. Uh, but that was their step over. No chance. There's no way that he's got that in his locker. He missed that. Come on, just put your horn up. He missed that. He, he, meant, he meant to get a hold of that. But he's that shite that he missed it. <laughs> no, I, I suppose... Aye, when you look at it, he does. He actually dummies it. But how he knew that anybody was going to get that because I need to try to do this from memory now. The two people that were behind him were outside the box, so it's still a wee bit of travelling. And I thought it was Jack, and there was somebody else. I can't remember who else was in the middle waiting. The two of them were outside, and Jack ran forward to hit it. So it's just been a, a for me, it was a fluke. <laughs> but I'll take it. Uh, it's something we've needed. We wanted a high scoring game. Was that, a, was that a brilliant performance? No. Was that a decent performance? Aye. Uh, put it this way I enjoyed watching the game. That's that's the only thing I can say. I actually enjoyed it, especially the first half. Although we were only one nothing up, I thought we played really well. We were good passing, crisp passing. There was movement, but then we did. We started to fall into old habits again, and I think uh, it was uh, Blue Horizon was saying it started to get a wee bit uh, passing at the back again between each other. But I don't know if something was said uh, or something done. Unlike what happened in the Motherwell game, uh, they came back into it again, and they started doing the same again. And I'm glad you never came to me for the the last goal because I, <laughs> I was like, "What, <laughs> uh, dear?" I I'm happy. I know a lot of people will not be happy. They don't they don't see what they want to see. They don't think that the team are the team. How can I? Put, I'm trying to think of a word to put this. They don't see. The Rangers that they want yet, but I think it's got a lot to do with how much people have turned against Bill now. That's my feeling anyway. It's so hard when a manager at any club, especially when it comes to us and the other side, if a manager's no doing it and the crowd turn against you, I'll tell you what, it's hard to get them back again. Really hard to get them back again. And for me, for Bill to really get every fan behind him again, he needs to win every game in the league. He needs to win the cup, Europe, decent results. He does. I don't think he needs to win. 
but he needs to put make sure that the team put in a decent performance, and he needs to try and close the gap and hope that that lot start dropping points, because if they start dropping points, the pressure's back on them again. Especially if we're playing with bare bones now. That's the thing. Everybody, we're playing with, with players that would never be on the park. The new, if it was the for injuries, we're losing. Is it six first team members that would one hundred percent be in that team? So it's like try, try to be optimistic and try to be not too pessimistic. The now, but it's a, it's got to be an uphill struggle for me. It really does. But ah, we'll see. But uh, I'm not quite as. But I was three weeks ago when I was saying get him to out of here. I'm not that bad now. I've calmed down. Only took me three weeks. No bad. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll name the, the list that you've just... Well, at least I was going to name the list that you've just mentioned. It's uh, Todd Cantwell, Nicholas Raskin, Kieran Dowell, Rabbi Matondo, Danilo, Tom Warns, Ruth, and possibly Yilmaz. So that's that's quite a, quite a big... Uh, lost to your team, really. And uh, the only thing is Michael Beale said that Kieran, Kieran Dow and possibly Nicholas Raskin could be coming back either for the Aberdeen game or for the game next Thursday. So I thought Cadmill was due back as well. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think, um, I think Bill said at the beginning it was three to four games or three to four weeks. I'm not sure now in that one. Yeah. But it was three to four. But you know, you know, Rangers, three to four games means about 10 games. And... If they say ten games, then you know they're out for the season. So that's that's just sort of a way Rangers sort of a work in the last few years. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be twenty four hours, or uh, then then you know. I mean, it's the same with Lawrence last year. It started with three games and then it ended up the full season. So that that's just the way. Obviously, Lawrence broke down a few times. They tried to get him back in, and he broke down a few times. But. Um, it's, it's 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 quite good news that uh, that the the injury that players are starting to come back. What do you think, Bill? Do you think we'll, well we obviously need these players back? Aye, uh, it's funny, isn't it? Like last season, you know, with and when Gio was here, like getting to the Europa League final, and 
all these players out and all of that. It just seems to have been season after season. And we got to the start of this season and actually our, basically our entire squad was fit. You know, they were all fit to play. And we were all got oh, magic, you know. We've got this full squad, we've got these great players that have come in, all of that. And we had all that optimism. And this is only about eight weeks ago, Dave. This isn't a long time ago, you know. And now we're back in that position again. I don't understand it. And, uh, you know, last year we... Oh God, I can't remember the, the club doctor's name now that came back after having been away. And remember, we were all really pleased with that, thinking, oh, that's a great bit of business, you know, we'll, we'll get past this problem of these injuries. But it just seems to be exactly the same, you know, and like, the, the difference will be, right, what you were saying, if we're told that somebody's to be out for three or four weeks, that'll be 10 weeks. So we'll, we'll see if that actually happens this season, because that's what's happened the last couple of seasons where we've been told somebody's going to be out for a short spell and, you know, been out for the entire season. Uh, we're only a few weeks into the season at the moment and, you know, we've, we've lost these players. So let's see, hopefully we get them back fairly quickly because we bloody need it. You know, we're, we are going to be bare bones before very long. And that point I made earlier on about, you know, starting with a defensive lineup, it's kind of a necessity. We were playing Lundstrom and Jack together last night. I don't know if Beale's madcap enough to start a game against Livingston like that when everybody else is fit, when he puts it past him. But, you know, it's it's like that. We're going to be more and more like that where we're asking these guys to step in in games where it doesn't really belong. We're going to have to play kind of formations and styles and systems that we shouldn't really be playing for by the point that we still don't really know what Beale's system actually is. But you know, if you think to stuff like that, that run to the Europa League final where we were playing with Joe Aribo as a centre forward, I'm worried we're going to end up like that again, you know, with bizarre players and bizarre bits of the pitch and it'll be bloody Scott right up front on his own. Yeah, it's concerning. Yeah, well, I mean, Rangers have always survived that in the European finals because uh, I think it was 67, we ended up playing Roger Hind up front and... Uh, Alex Willoughby was 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 dropped out, and uh, we ended up playing Roger Hine, who was originally a, a centre half, but had had scored a few goals for the B team, so they so they put him in up front against Bayern Munich, and Rangers. It's actually a final Rangers should have won, but anyway, I'm going to come back to you now, Shona. Shona, I don't want you to, to go streaker. I don't want you to be a first streaker on the Gallant View podcast. Please do, Todd. <laughs> Todd can't can't well. He went on to uh, um, social media yesterday and he had put up a photo of himself and it said missing it, which meant that uh, obviously that he was missing the, 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 the football. Um, I think he's sort of been, yeah, I think he was originally said to, to be only three or four weeks or something like that. But now it's after the international break, I believe, that, uh, that he's due back. Uh, Todd, what a, what a guy, yeah? Well, if he wants to take my number, I'm sure I can sort out his injury for him and maybe get him back for the, <laughs> the game next week. So, uh, look, I can't lose him. I'm sure he's listening in, do you know what I mean? That's that's the whole point in this game, isn't it? So, yeah, if he wants to take my number, feel free and send a wee, a wee private message and I'll sort that injury. No, from what I've heard, actually, I've got one of my friends who actually, um, she actually sits in one of the 
the more expensive seats in the in Ibrox, and uh, she actually saw him still limping about last week. So I do think he's probably not going to be back till after the international break. But he's a, he's a, definitely the type of guy that we've been missing that kind of creativity in midfield. I have to admit, I thought Lammers actually stepped up his game yesterday. I thought his uh, pressing on and off the ball was really, really good. Um, look, it is against Livingston. Obviously, I think he'll probably play against Aberdeen. It's going to be a totally different game um, against Aberdeen. It's their, their cup final. So, uh, look, uh, they'll be putting everything into this game to try and win it. So, look, I expect Lammers to try and do the same at the weekend. Because at the moment, if it's uh, if Lammers uh, has got that opportunity at the moment because of Cantwell's not back to the international break. So, he's uh, he's got... He's, <laughs> He's got to take it whilst he can. So, um, but no, uh, I think Campbell has just been a massive, massive loss for us. I think that creativity, that swagger, the guy that gets us up, the crowd, the fans up as well. Um, I think just at the moment he was probably lacking a couple of goals when he came in. He obviously was doing a lot on and off the ball, but he is a fan's favourite, isn't he? And I think is exactly what the, the the fans have been missing. I know everyone's been having a go at Bill over the past few weeks, but look at the end of the day. I, I did say like a few weeks ago, if he starts winning games. That's all we can ask for as fans. But what we want is we want, we want energy on that pitch and we also want a performance. Like That's all we ask these guys to do. So I was looking uh, at the game the other night, uh, yesterday, and that was uh, we had 15 shots on goal and only six on target. That's not good enough for our front three. So, look, as long as these guys start scoring goals, that's all we're asking for as fans, to put that effort in and start scoring goals and we'll soon be back on their, on, on, on their side. So, But, look, at the end of the day, I think... Uh, uh, I'm going to be missing Catwell for a wee while longer, but like I'm sure he'll probably be missing that guy, so I'll keep you updated. Well, somebody said there it's you that's injuring the players, but it actually surprises me. You've 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 not been over to to the 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 other side of the city, even belting into Maida for injuring them. I thought you would have been over there for doing that. <laughs> oh, he has, anyway. he, has my, he has on my hit list. Don't you worry, he has on my hit list. So. But, you know, <laughs> priority, priority is Cantwell. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bill yesterday as well, when he was when he was doing his interview, they came on about Alec Lowry. And Bill said, yeah, Stephen Naismith is really looking after him, doing well. It was a fantastic goal. And then he made the point, but he won't be playing against us, <laughs> which, which made me quite laugh. Um, yeah, in a way, I, I think it's a shame that he, he can't play against us. But I would quite like to see what he's going to do, and he's not, obviously not getting game time for us. He's not getting game time there. Does that does that really say something that he's not even getting game time there? Although he did show absolutely fantastic composure to score the goal that there, put them through. There's something going on with him, Davy. Uh, he started playing with Hearts the first couple of games, then he got dropped, as you said. Uh, and he was getting benched for a lot of the games. I don't know what's wrong with the lad. There must be something there. Uh, for that, that's been four managers now. Uh, that have. He looks a great player. He looks confident. He is confident. Uh, I met the young boy about a year and a half ago at a party, and I spoke to him. And he said he's a really nice laddie. He talked to. He didn't seem. Like he, he wasn't like some of these guys out there to think there's something. He was just like a normal young boy, and but there's there must be something going on, whether it's his application in training, 
or it's his attitude, I don't know. But it's obviously he's got ability, and he proved it when he came on and scored against... God, who were they bloody players? I can't even remember who they were playing now. Who, who, who did he score against? Uh, hearts against... That's a good one. I watched the game as well. So did I! Well, some of you! Oh, that's shocking. Total brain fire. Yeah, it's a man, was it? Yeah, it was a man. Right. Yeah. Thank you. No, my name is Kilmarnock. Thanks. Okay. Nicholas. I'll say Nicholas because I wouldn't say that. And Robert, thank you, you too. I can't even. God, I. I, I should have stayed. I really should have stayed in my bed today. Jesus, jump! Cheers, Jimmy, for that. In prime and all, Every, everybody knows except us four idiots. Great. <laughs> and we've done the. We've got a cheat day, Timmy. Day a pod. And we charge you ninety nine pence for this. <laughs> God. No, no, this is. This oh, that, that reminds me. Can I just thank Cammy as well, who donated five. Uh, the things. That you get, oh god, what they called. I, I'm, I'm having an absolute bloody nightmare the night, and uh, gifted subs that's what it is. God, I'm having a total born of Barisic, aren't I? Are f- shocking, absolutely shocking. <laughs> like, we were right, I, but other, there must be something that they can do with him, but until we find out what's wrong. We, whatever's the reason he's not getting as much game time, there must be a reason, but we don't know. But ah, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm in one of my, I've not got a clue. States in a, I'm in that quite often actually, but tonight I've been extra special. If there's any of the other mob watching this, I will have clipped this to bits because it's been absolutely amazing. Because I've, well, I've thing, had, oh, sorry, Davey. The thing is, we, we, Lowry is that. All the managers that have, have had him have said that it's consistency he lacks. He, he can do it on on certain times, but he, he hasn't got the consistency to to do it all the time, and that's what's keeping him out of teams. So, well, David, it must be in training then, because every time mm-hmm. I, I've seen him play on the field, he's done it well. Not so much for for the the B team, but if he's playing the B team, there was a couple of games that he that he wasn't that great. But the majority of the time, he, he was the one that stood out amongst everybody. And then when he played for us in the first team, every game he played pretty decent. So it must be in training that he's not showing something. Is it lack of effort? I don't know. It's just, it's really, really weird. Yeah, well, um, let's, let's hope the boy, let's hope he comes back to Rangers and he can do it for Rangers anyway because I think we all want to see that and all the talent that we're bringing through the academy then hopefully some of it, it won't all it won't all come through but uh, hopefully some of it comes through so anyway I think we'll I think we'll leave the, the game against Livingston but obviously we're going on to Hearts it's the 5th of November I believe uh, Sunday Shona, you had a you had a, a, a sort of a rant about us always playing at Hamden on a Sunday. Do you want to do you want to go on the screen and so as we can note this in the history books? Oh, it's just absolutely typical of the SFA, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Get it right up them. That's what I say. Like uh, 
Like at the end of the day, I knew this was coming. Like we're going to get a horrible day. They're going to be playing on the, the other semi-finals. Going to be on the night before, and we're going to be playing in an absolute mud bath. So look, like say, let's just prepare ourselves for it. There's no doubt that's going to happen. Uh, Hampden Park is not the best of places to be in the first place. Can't stand the stadium. Can't stand the atmosphere. Can't stand the fact you're so far away from the pitch. They're still not upgraded the stadium. So look, it's just typical of uh, the SFA. And uh, yeah, I don't really like the SFA as you can uh, as you can gather. So no, um, but I'll probably will be going to the semi final, and I'll still probably be cheering on Rangers when I'm there. So, um, but no, hell mend them. Do you know what I mean? It was always going to happen that we were going to get that Sunday game. So we were playing an absolute mud bath, and it'll probably be a, a one of these games that probably will either go into extra time or it'll be like a one 0 it'll, it'll be a shite game. That's what I'm saying. Oh well, as long as, long as it's a one 0 win, Bill. I know you're into shirts, so on the day, I hope this is going to work. Uh, could we be wearing this one? What do you think of it? Oh, well, I wondered when you were going to put that on, Dave, because you've had it lingering there since we came on. Uh, aye, we might well be. I did see that come out. Um, yes, I am into shorts. Uh, surprised you, you guessed. I, I didn't think it was obvious at all. And I was going to say, Curry, you know, when you start getting into one of those rants, because I know what you're like, you get into one of those rants and you get to a point where you've not got a clue what to say next and you start gibbering. Take my advice, just say something about my shirt and then mute yourself. That'll, that'll do you fine. Um, <laughs> yes, I am into shirts. Uh, what I don't like is football clubs generally releasing strips, especially for strips. It's just all mere plastic that's going to end up in the ocean. So on a serious note, I... I Seriously disagree with having a fourth strip. Jonah, would you tell us your idea of it? Yeah, you I, I it? like it. I think it's been, uh, I, I probably won't buy it. I've already bought the first three straps, so, uh, and I, I don't think I'll be buying the fourth one, but I'm sure my uh, nephews or anyone else will probably be persuading me to buy it for them. Um, but look, it's just another 55 quid out of the pocket. Um, but look, I quite like the kit, actually. I think it's quite quite nice and I do expect them to wear it in the in the Scottish Cup to be fair I think uh, that's where you'll probably see it either that or the game next week so like no I quite like the top actually I think it's pretty it's different from what we've got we've got from the rest of them I think I think it's a bit it's a bit different for a fourth top isn't it so um no I quite like this one so I don't know what everyone else thinks in the comments but no but like I won't be buying it but I quite like it. And uh Mark what do you think of it? Right. Uh, first time I've seen it, I'm like, do I like that or do I hate it? And I couldn't make my mind up. I'm just like, right, I need to see it on somebody first before I finally decide. But I hate saying this. The more I see it, the more I bloody like it. It actually kills me thinking that I, I, I know I shouldn't like this, but I do. <laughs> That's the thing. I like. I do like it. It's just, it's different. Uh, some of the takes that people have got that I've seen in Twitter and all that, it's just like they put up pictures of bloody bus seats and shit like that. And I'm like, aye, right, come on, take the bus. But let's, I mean, if you don't like it, nobody's forcing you to bloody buy it. It's out there. I think it's all right. Uh, will I buy it? <sighs> if I had the money, probably I would. So, mm -hmm. aye, I think it's all right. And I like the, the, the one thing I do like, I like the collar with the the button bit as well. I like that. But I'm like, uh, my one of my favourite tops is uh, the collar. 
I, lo- I love the way I, I just I prefer collars. I don't I don't like uh, shirts with the collars on them. But that aye, I'll give you a, a solid eight out of ten. I think that's quite good. Just for all the Acast listeners and uh, the Spotify listeners, I've got a photo of the new shirt up. I hope you've all seen it and know what we're talking about. So sometimes uh, I just I forget that we've got people that are just listening and and not uh, and not seeing what we're what we're doing. So David, uh, my... David, before you go on, I just I just seen a, a comment there with JD and the yeah, <laughs> and he said I should put my ACDC. Uh, shirt back on. It shows you what my taste is like. I am not any type of fashion guru, I can assure you. <laughs> As you can probably tell by the, the stuff that I come on with in here, I, I'm definitely no a, a bill. I'd, I'd probably need to seek Bill's advice on something like this. So I, I'll I'll leave it down to him whether he thinks it's nice or no, or whether people should actually buy it. Yeah, well, I, I actually quite like it. I, I, I don't know whether I like it as a Rangers shirt, to be honest with you, but uh, I actually think it's quite nice. As a, a, a certainly if it was just a t-shirt, I would I would buy it, and I, I might buy it if it's a, a, for the for the for myself for a Rangers top. But uh, no, it's quite nice. It's a nice nice design. Anyway, let's go on and talk about the wee bit uh, from the Aberdeen game during uh, and sat and Saturday. Um, Bill, what would you change in the starting lineup from the lineup that started at the uh, against Livingston? What would you change? To be honest, I don't think there's much wiggle room. I think Roof's going to be out probably, uh, going by the fact that he came off, and I think it's is it a groin problem this time? Who uh, cares? Who actually cares, Bill? Tell us how you really feel, Curry. Jeez, oh. <laughs> I'll say you that much, did I? Uh, so, aye, he, he'll, he'll be a, an enforced change, but I don't know what's he going to do. Play kind of Lammers, Seema, and Dessers as a front three, maybe? Or will we get Scott right out wide? I, I don't really know. Um, but beyond that, I can see it being much the same. If Redvan's no fit to play, he'll play Barisic, but even if Redvan is fit to play, he might play Barisic anyway I think he kind of trusts Borna Barisic I don't have any problems with that um, No, I, I think it'll be similar to what we saw against Levy, I think that kind of, I, I know I just spent the first half of tonight slagging it, but that actual central two of Lundstrom and Jack sitting in front of the defence Beal will probably want that against Aberdeen and I just think you know, this, this game, Aberdeen are going to be up for it, they always are so I know we've gone out and beaten Livy 4-0 and I said at the start tonight that, you know, that that's us. We've, we've moved on. We've played better than we did the last wee while. And, but it's just a start and it's just that, you know, we've done this before and then it looked as if we were going places and then falling backwards. We need to keep it up. We weren't great against Levy. We were okay. You know, we we'd played some good football at times. We had a couple of shaky spells, probably either side of half time. We were a bit shaky and... I was always a bit nervous when it was only 1-0. Um, I think we need to kick on and do better again against Aberdeen because um, they'll be up for this and they've got much better players than Livy have. And, you know, those two boys, Duke and Miofsky, they've got the, the potential hitters. So it'll be difficult. Um, I, I'm kind of quietly confident about getting a result. 
but I, I think you know for Michael Bale, he he just absolutely needs to win that game, and every game for the next wee while for him is going to be must win. Yeah, well, I think definitely, I think against Aberdeen, I think for him, if we were to lose it, which hopefully we're not going to, um, I, I, I think it would be back to square one from about two, what was it, two weeks ago after the, after the Motherwell game. I think it will be back to square one for him with that. Jonah, would you go with the same starting eleven, or would you would you go with Borna, or would you would you keep? Uh, I think you've got to start with Yelmaz. I think the way he played at the weekend, I think you probably have to start with him. I thought he was absolutely superb. I actually thought he played that sweeper role very good as well. When um, He's got quite a bit of pace as well for tracking back. And I think that's going to be key for us as well when we're playing against uh, Aberdeen. Because I do think they will try and hit us either with long balls over the top or on the counter-attack with those two players up front. So... No, I probably expect Yelmaz. I think he's probably, if he's fit, I think he's actually worked his way in there to, to have a starting place at the weekend. Don't get me wrong, if Bonner starts, I'm not really going to moan about it because I do think his height will help when it comes to set pieces. So, no, I expect probably the same team. The only other definitely option that's going to be is uh, Dessers are going to come in for Roof. So, no, I expect that yesterday was a step up, but see, on Saturday, it's got to be another level as well. We've got to go up that extra level against Aberdeen. It's their, it's their cup final, do you know what I mean? These sheep shaggers that come down, they obviously want to, to win the game and obviously three points is massive for us, I think. On, I think that'll be a massive win for Beal. I think it'll be a massive win if we've got a performance and we got the goals from the team on Saturday. I think it will take us that extra step. I think uh, you might see a couple of fans then trying to uh, get back on, to, on Beal's side, but we'll have to wait and see. As I says, it's a massive performance, but look, if Beal loses this game, I mean, honestly, I can't really see much uh, anywhere back for him after that. So, uh, look, it's going to be very tough. Do I think the board will sack him? Probably not. But I think it'll be a massive, massive kick in the teeth. To go four games in a row, four clean sheets, and then to get beat off Aberdeen. I think he'll be looking at this game as probably the toughest game that we've got before the international break. So, no, I expect us to, to go out there and win on Saturday. I'll be going to the game as well on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it when it comes. I think it's near enough a sailor, which was obviously a bit bit surprising as to the game last night when it obviously been a midweek game that probably and the way that probably had an effect but I see there's a there's obviously going to be um I was going to say a full, a full stadium on Saturday so look um you know what it's like against Aberdeen they always come here they always want to win they always want to step up their game it's their cup final so no I expect us to go and win on Saturday and that can only be good for the uh, fans and for me I think if uh, we go and win I think we'll see a lot I don't know if Curry agrees but I think you probably will see a lot more fans. Maybe if they get the performance and the goals, they might take a wee bit of a step back as to say, look here, what else can we do at the moment? I just hope on Saturday it's also a clean sheet because I think that would be massive. Five games in a row, five clean sheets, I think that would be huge as well. So, uh, look, I'm hoping for a clean sheet. Oh, well, she's hoping for a clean sheet. Oh, there you go, Shona. You, you fell away there, I'm afraid. Sorry, I'm just hoping for a clean sheet at the weekend. So we'll wait and see. But uh, look, I'll let you crack on because I don't know what's going on with my Wi Fi at the moment. Don't worry, you're laughing at Curry. You're laughing at me, my opinions. But uh, look, <laughs> no. As you say, no, sorry, Shona. Actually, the reason I'm laughing is because the exact second that you cut out was the last words where all, all I want is a clean sheet. <laughs> then just cut off. <laughs> So only when Todd uh, Cantwell's in her bed, she doesn't bother about clean sheets then, do you, would you, uh, Shona? 
no, no, no. Bill, Bill, that wasn't me. That was him. That was him. Blame him for that one. <laughs> anyway. Davey, Davey, you're a, you're a bad, bad man. <laughs> anyway, um, Mark, I'll come on to you. So you've, you've, you've moved places all of a sudden. Sifuentes, what what do you think of him? I, I've, I've been a big critic of him. I, I've said a few times he doesn't even look like a football player. But I thought there was actually a, quite an improvement against Livingston. And I, I'm really quite interested to see what he'll do against Aberdeen. Well, I've already said to you, David, that me, me and you had different opinions on, on him. I've seen him before. He, he's, he's a box-to-boxer. He's an attacking midfielder. And that's the, the position he played against Livingston. I wasn't surprised he, he's been playing bad. He's not a, a central defender. He's never... He, I don't think I've ever seen him in that, that position before. And I think that's what the problem's been over the last couple of weeks. It deals just putting players in positions that... that they don't play in. So I think we've just seen a little bit better. Aberdeen's got to be a tough one. Uh, Score-wise, I'll wait till we, we all go through that. But it's got, as we always say, they always turn up against us. The majority of the time, we manage to do them over. Uh, I don't expect it to be a, a high-scoring game. I think it'll be really, really tight. I've not seen much of Aberdeen, but their position in the league says that they'll be playing that well. Uh, it's only their last couple of games that have had good results. So I couldn't tell you which one of their players is doing well. Uh Shona said as well, I think Yomaz will definitely be in. He needs to be in. Unless uh, it has more than a cramp that he had. Uh, we'll just need to wait for that. And as you said, maybe I mean, some of the players need to limber up and go to Shona's place for the, the massage. Maybe she'll be able to limber them up. They won't get as, as much cramp. But that's just a vicious rumour. So I'm going to keep that one out. I'll leave that up to Shona to, to let everybody know. And by the way, a huge, huge thank you to one of the best contributors to all the pods again is Timmy Jim Sloan. Jim, thank you so much. 20 quid, mate. That That is absolutely tremendous. That, that, that basically takes... That, that, that's a night out for me for a fortnight. So... That's not too bad, mate. Right, thank you so much, bud. That's a dinner you owe me, Curry. <laughs> if I can take you out for 20 quid, Shona, I'll be well happy. <laughs> Curry, you, um, Curry, you tell me that you are heating up Swiss rolling beans for Shona coming round. It was actually, it was, it was a McDonald's, a Happy Meal. But apparently <laughs> she likes that, so I'm like, I don't want to go that far, she likes it. I need to get something. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll maybe make, make her one of my curries. That that will show, show me how much a real woman she is. Anyway, let's let's get back on to the football. Bill Aberdeen, would you keep the same? I've got a feeling I was already talking about that about five minutes ago. Sorry. I know, but uh, it's all right. I'm happy to talk about it. Happy to talk well, about it again. I've lost, I've lost the. I've watched the place with all these uh, curries and all these. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying, David, Bill. David, is... David, David, I think you should give a wee uh, shout out for John Lundstrom yesterday. I thought John Lundstrom played pretty decent. I thought his passing was f- much more further forward, one touch pass, and I thought he controlled the back line, got into really good spaces at times. So, uh, where's the credit for John Lundstrom, David? You come on. I, I, I'll tell you, if, if John Lundstrom plays well, I will say he plays well. 
that that's it's, I, I don't dislike the person John Lundstrom. I, I think it, it just it was here for what was it three years and uh, and it, and he played about six months decent football and that that was just it. But I'll admit the last two games he's he's been absolutely decent and apart from a, a shot which uh, nearly I ended in rule forty eight I think. But uh, he, he played well. He's played well the last two games. I can't, I can't deny that. And if he keeps that up, then then I will I will start singing. John Lundstrom is the best on earth. But I'm not that far yet, so I haven't I haven't learned the words right yet. So I'll I'll just leave it at the moment. Anyway, Bill, we're, I'm going to end up. Will you uh, say thanks and give your score for the Aberdeen game? Yeah, thanks for everybody uh, coming on and watching tonight. The great banter in the comments, as always. It's been really, really good fun uh, watching you all either ripping the piss out of me and my shorts or ripping the piss out of Curry and his curries. Or, uh, I don't know what sort of abuse you've been getting, Shona, if you've been keeping an eye on the comments. Uh, yeah, th- thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks everybody that's going to listen later on as well. My prediction against Aberdeen, I'm going for... 2-0 Rangers uh, and I think Tav's going to get a goal <laughs> There you go You're shaking your head uh, Mark, I'll, uh, I'll let you go first We must be getting a penalty because that's the only way he's scoring uh, <laughs> It's, it's going to be Oh, that's no fair <laughs> I, it's, uh, it's going to be a tight one I'm going to go for 2-1 to us, I think it's going to be a really, really hard slog, and I just want to say a massive thank you to Jim Sloan yet again. That's another twenty pound, mate. It's unbelievable the support. It does. It just amazes me that people do that. And Jim, you do it for a lot of pods. Thank you so, so much. I, as Shona said, much love. I think you pr- pr- probably prefer to me Shona's love to mine, though, right enough. I'm not, not exactly a looker. So, uh, it's quite a tight one, Davey. Yeah, well, uh, I'll give mine in a, in a few seconds. Shona, what are you? What's your idea on the score? And obviously say your goodbyes. Well, thanks, Curry. Looks like I'm going to have a, a, long, a long list now. Do you know what I mean? So, I'll just note them all down one by one. Well, who else is joining the queue? No, uh, look here, um, I think it's going to be quite tight as well. But I actually think, I'm going to go with Bill. I actually thought it was going to be 2-0 as well. And I, my first goal scorer is going to be Dessers. Oh, so there you go. go. Yeah. yeah, I think he might get his first goal this weekend. I think the fans will go absolutely wild. And uh, hopefully, I just hope he does get a goal. Because, um, look, I know, look, I know he's getting quite a lot of sticks. So I'm hoping for... 2-0 Rangers and a Dessers to score. So you don't think he'll throw, be able to throw a curveball and play Seema up front? No. Drop Dessers? No, I think Seema no, will definitely play out on the left again. I thought him and Redfan linked really, really well. I think Lammers was really good at covering back and um, tracking in between those players. Look, we know that Aberdeen's going to have a massive step up, but for me, the massive step up's going to have to come to the defence as well. Because, look, these guys, these two guys up front for Aberdeen are going to cause us problems. So, look, no, but I want another clean sheet. So, I'm going to stick with my 2 0, my clean sheet, and Dessers to score. Get that bet on, guys. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, just just to let you know that 
my kids won't go to an Indian restaurant because they say my curries are better. So I'll put I'll put that one in. Um, what I think I I, I think it'll be close. I, I think I actually agree with Curry. Was it two one you said? I yeah, mate, be... I never gave a first scorer, uh, and I'm gonna go. Oh, Dessers. Aye, let's go Dessers. Well, well, I'm going to the score sheet. This will be him ready to start. This, this is him ready. To, he's going to absolutely pummel the the net for the next time the rest of the season. But may as well. Let's do it. We just agreed on something, Curry. We just agreed on something. Aye. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> well, anyway. I am going to. Uh, I'll, I'll give a, a, a scorer first. Well, obviously, Seema's too obvious, so I wouldn't go for that one because he probably will be the first goal scorer. But I will go for. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go for John Lundstrom. There you go. How about that? It's, 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 it's about two years since he scored, so he's due one. <laughs> Have you been smoking? What have you been smoking tonight? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, it's it's all that vodka and orange that I'm drinking. Uh, that's this. Uh, How many just, bottles did you drink? Jesus, <laughs> jump! I'm just kidding. There's no vodka in it. Um, so anyway, I'm going to finish off, and I thank you all for listening. It's uh, it's, it's been great talking, and we will be back on. Well, obviously there'll be the morning news. Uh, I think Colin's doing it alone tomorrow. I'm not sure about that, but. Uh, and then we will be back on Sunday looking at the game on, uh, obviously, Saturday. And hopefully we have all smiling faces. Thanks for listening. We are the people. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.